wasn't recording that. Okay, here we go. Changing your name, pulling you on. Hello, spring morning. See if I can hear you. Can you, are you talking spring morning? There we go. There we go. Can you hear me now? Yeah, we're good. That was probably okay. me. That's probably operating. No worries. So that's very interesting that you're talking about the mind and how I feel like it's on overdrive <laughs> sometimes, especially right now. Um, I switched to a new job. And one of the reasons I switched to a new job was that I felt like I was in a punitive system that if you didn't work to a certain, you know, max level, 75 to 90% RVUs, then you were, um, it, it was very punitive. Like they would take money away of the contract. You had to pay money back on the contract. And so I didn't feel like that was a good environment. So I moved to this new job and pretty much as soon as I moved to this new job that had a really good work-life balance and had partners and um, had a really good system going, the wheels fell off the bus. <laughs> so the administration at the job um, got into a fight with the anesthesiologist. And so the anesthesiologist quit which then created a downstream problem in the OR where surgeons who had block time lost block time and surgeons who didn't have block time, myself being one, um, had to go into essentially like a fighting pool to get block time. And I deal with breast cancer. So I have cancer. So I feel like that is a priority to a sense. I think there's a Tearing, there is an actual tearing system. And I want to advocate for my patients, but they're essentially awarding time to people who are being punitive in response. So they're making threats or, um, yeah, that, that's essentially what's happening. Like if somebody makes a threat and says, well, I will go somewhere else or I will quit this job, then they are awarded quote unquote block time. And it's really triggering a lot of thoughts for me. Um, so that's the circumstance. The circumstances block no time shit. is being yeah, <laughs> it's a circumstance, which is the reality, which is oh that block God. time is being uh, is, is in a scarcity mode and is being awarded based on a punitive system or what I view as punitive. Yeah. Um, my thoughts about that are, I, while I can show up in that way, I don't want to show up in that way. I don't want to punish the people around me, the patients, myself, my husband, my staff, the, the OR staff. I don't want to punish the people around me to prioritize the patients. Mm -hmm. Um, and that's where I get stuck is I don't, I, 
I don't know how to show up in the world in a calm, loving fashion <laughs> to get the result of people getting taken care of. Um, yeah, I feel like somebody has to be punished in the situation. Right. And, and inevitably, if it's not somebody else, it's you. Like, right, right. And so then that's, then I go back to my usual pattern, which is like, well, someone must suffer. So it must be I. Right. Yeah. And here I go. And this is my lot in life. And yeah, I mean, we know we talk about like scarcity mindsets, but then like we're in a scarcity world, right? Like where there actually isn't abundant resources and anesthesiologists and OR rooms for everybody. Like it's, it's not like that, you know? And so it's like truly a challenge to have the, the real world be the practice right and like the more we do this work the more we're like I totally got this like when I'm in my room reading the book writing the things like I totally got this and then you go out into the real world and you're like it's a shit storm out here I actually really just want to go back to my room and read the books and write the things because it feels so much better right and I think that's where people struggle of like how am I supposed to take what I'm learning and what I'm doing and actually deal you know and like I think that's a super common place that we all get is like yeah, yeah it's fine to like meditate when like the world just meditates and we don't have like wars and then like the deeper you go in the practice is like oh that's actually the practice that's what we're doing all this for like that's the you know the game the scenario the situation instead of being like there it is again I want to flee it because it's peaceful over here of like that's what I'm training for this is level four. <laughs> this is level four chaos. Let's try. Let's try something. And and just that like that that switch in like, and I don't see you doing this, but I'm just talking for like people when they get through these different levels of like, yeah, I'm really good when I'm like peaceful with my thoughts over here, but like this still sucks, you know. Instead of like, wow, I've been training something. This is now level four. I'm gonna see what works. And it's more of like a curiosity empowerment option instead of like the world is never going to care that we've done any personal growth on ourselves. <laughs> right. Absolutely. Yeah. I definitely have already done the, uh, <laughs> I've already done the level three flea. Um, <laughs> the flea tactic also did not work. Right. And uh, I, my personal buffer of choice is food. So that that's definitely been a big struggle because yeah. I had had worked through so many of those things and had lost like 40 pounds by like really focusing on why I was eating and uh not not level four it's like no we're gonna go back to level two and uh readdress why we eat when we're stressed yeah yeah totally and like you know only to like reinforce the work we've done of like hey I remember that this is a trigger for me. And now I'm presented with the trigger again. Like, and, and I think a lot of, especially us like achieving ladder climbing people, we're like, I already did that though. <laughs> can, we, can we not have this challenge anymore? Instead of like, sometimes it's so simple that like, it's the same stuff, just putting on a different mask. If that makes sense. Yeah, yeah no, it feels like a virus that's getting stronger <laughs> at a faster rate. Yeah, totally. Definitely level, definitely level four. Um, I mean, but even you like being an observer of the scenario is, gives you so much power because there's so many un, 
unaware, I guess is the right word, people who are in this, I'm assuming, but in the scenario that you're in, they have no idea what they're doing. They're just behaving like chumps, right? Like they're not aware of why they're doing it. They're not aware of how it's affecting other people. They've got no awareness. So the fact that you can actually be that like third party, like this is the scenario and I see how I could be a player in this and I'm checking myself right now is an incredible level that I'd say a lot of people aren't, don't get to. So props. props Thanks, I, appreci I appreciate the props. Because <laughs> most people are like, shit storm, healthcare. Um, I know. So how does, how, how do you want to act? So yeah, I, I want to be consistent with the message that we're prioritizing cancer patients. And I want to be consistent with the message that I, I recognize the struggle that everybody is having and that those two are not mutually exclusive. Yeah. That you can prioritize things and that you can be compassionate for what other people are going through, both the patients and each other, without retaliation. And that I recognize that is a very new system and that is a very unique system for surgery. Yeah, absolutely. And I think you, and, and whether you write that down and you put it on your screensaver or you just like process those thoughts going into every day, because it really does help the brain focus on what I'm going to do when I'm going into this place that's they don't know what your plan is, right? And it's also very, very distracting to that mantra. Call it, we'll call it a mantra. But it's like, you're very clear on what your goals are and you're very clear on how you want to act, which are beautiful, amazing things. And you're also very clear that you have a lot of control in how you go through the gauntlet. Yeah, I guess the, the other part that I'm struggling with is it takes a lot of energy to like, I guess, shift the shift the paradigm in myself. Well, yeah, is it, is, it, is it, that's why it's called personal growth. Cause, cause <laughs> what I'm asking you to do is make like this easier. Calm, Kelly, no. <laughs> I wish it was just this like calm, peaceful Buddha. Like I did this interview with this doctor yesterday. And she's like the chillest person in the entire world. And I'm literally like, how the fuck does that even happen to a person? Like, it takes a lot of work to like get to be who, who our best self is. Because like the default easy react, we react to the world. And you're choosing not to react. You're choosing to like see it, process it, and respond to it. Which is like a whole nother level. It might not be easy, but it, it gets easier because you'll just start okay. being like, this is chaos. I see it for what it is. My goals are this level five. 
yeah I think I just need to put it on repeat because I did I did write it down because I had like a meeting with the administration and just to kind of go over it again and and I like <laughs> led with that <laughs> I was like I see that the system is this but it is my goal to create a collaborative environment that prioritizes cancer <laughs> yeah I was at this lecture um last two nights ago it was a group of female urologists and the guest lecturer was Hala Sabri, who's a life coach, but she started Physicians Moms Group. And so she was talking about it and she was she said two things that I think are super useful to your scenario right now. She's because she did like media training, right? To like, because she has this, she's pretty big on like Facebook thinks she's amazing, right? So they, she did media training and they said one plus one plus one equals nine. And, and like, apparently that's something that all the media people know, like, which makes no sense to us. They said, you have to repeat it nine times for people to get it. And so if you're like, I feel like I'm saying like, cancer care is important and we all need to be working. Like, you're like, I keep saying this. And it's like, they're not hearing it. You have to say it nine times. And it's just like, it's good to know that like the media knows that. Like it's indoctrinated in them. And when we think like, especially as surgeons, like I've said it once, what's wrong with you guys, <laughs> right? of like, you might have to just keep doing this mantra for a while for anybody else to like pick up on it. No, I think that actually is very helpful. I'm, I really like numbers. So that like numbers a good way to kind of like keep repeating it, keep being like, no, this is the message. <laughs> this is yeah. the message we're going with and we're gonna stick with this message because we've tried the old message over and over and over again. And it leads the same way. Physicians get burned out. Physicians get angry before they get burned out and they start hurting people with their words, sometimes with their actions. <laughs> so true. Yeah, it's so true. And I, I think where we get frustrated, we're like, I tried it once, it's not working because we're surgeons. We're used to being like scalpel. Like, I don't have to ask nine times, <laughs> you know? But it's like for people to get any sort of message, I would say expect to keep saying it and just know like, that's, you're, you're the media that's delivering this amazing message, but people can't hear it yet because they're too chaotic. But it's like, you've got the message and you're grounded in it. And her, her other thing on like that, because they were talking about bullies, you know, online stuff and people losing their shit. And she's like the calmest person in the room, the person who's got their stuff together, they will come out ahead because people know the person is losing their shit. They don't, they're, they're not showing that power that way. I mean, it's like crazy power, but not like you've got this. And so like all this work that you've done for you to be able to go in and be like, this is what my goal is. It's incredibly powerful, even if you're not seeing it yet. Thanks, that's helpful. I'm just, I'm just holding you up the whole time. I'm like, you've got this just it's just early in the level four it's very early it was I was trying to stay in level three a little bit longer read some of those joyous benefits <laughs> and then it was like just kidding the stupid universe man like the universe gives you what it wants to give you and you're like oh you think I'm ready for this that's cute <laughs> okay then we have no anesthesiologists like eventually there will be an anesthesiologist, hopefully. 
<laughs> yeah. Then they were like, and four more are retiring. I was like, cool, cool, cool. <laughs> got, it, got it. Thanks. Uh, well, come come back. Let us know how it goes. One plus we'll one do, plus equals nine, which is super yeah. silly, but but <laughs> but helps you feel that like a totally broken record when you say your stuff. They they end up listening. They really do. Like I was saying to my work, to my staff, I was saying like, we can do hard things, which I, I don't know if that's Brene Brown or if that, who that is, it's not mine. But I was saying like, we can do hard things. And I was just like saying it for like probably a year. And then the staff kept, then they were like, yeah, cause we can do hard things. And I was like, holy shit, they, they heard it. <laughs> you know, like they'll pick up on it. If you keep being, this is what your this is what your mantra is this is what you believe and they're like isn't she strong and powerful she's just so consistent yeah I definitely practice with my toddler I can tell how many times it takes because then she'll start picking it up like she fell yesterday and she was like I'm okay I'm gonna get back up <laughs> oh that's the sweetest thing ever yeah that's awesome you totally got this. Thanks. All okay. right. On to, on, on to the next one. <laughs> <laughs> on to the next level. All right. We'll talk to you soon. All right. Who is up? Who's leveling up on their video game of life? There we go. Look, you already have a great name. Your name is Sunshine. Hi, Sunshine. Thanks for naming yourself. Good morning. It's totally a name I would have picked. I would be like, morning, Sunshine. <laughs> well, it's nice outside. It's cold, though. <laughs> How cold? I think it's in the 40s. Yeah. I haven't been out there yet, but... That's what it is. That's what it's doing here, too. Someday. So Someday. <laughs> so here's what I... I wanted to coach about. I um, I think I had shared this in, in the forum um, about a month ago. The president of the hospital came to me and he's like, um, so why are the February numbers down? Um, did uh, Were you on vacation? <laughs> and I'm like, no, I wasn't on vacation. Um, but the whole thing ticked me off and I went back to him and I said, here's seven things that that these numbers are down and, you know, come to find out they're like nationwide down. And it's, so I just keep working as hard as I can. So actually, though, he never circled back around with me, which I find interesting. I think he was doing some work behind the scenes and some of the other administrators have come to me and offered me some things that I asked for. Like um, I was, had been assigned a 0.6 um, nurse practitioner, and now they've assigned me another 0.2. So it's actually two people, which is what I thought would be a more ideal situation because whenever um, the first one's gone, the second one could feel fill in. Mm -hmm. um, so I guess my thing, is, and, and some other things he's made some changes on too, which I am going to go back to him and say, hey, thanks for these. Um, but it's always better to address me by, hey, uh, what can I do to help you? At least uh, my name <laughs> and not um, 
you know, have you been taking vacation, which is, you know, and so what if I was, but anyway, so I, I want to work through how to maximize the use of, of this very special help that I get, um, and seeing patients and, um, and, and the, on the floor and in the office and helping to do post-op care. Um, and I haven't had, other than the first one has worked with me for almost a year. Um, I'm still trying to transition and, and she's willing, I think, but I have to be willing in my brain to transition this stuff for her to help me. And you're, you're stuck on like, how do I, how do I give up my, my basket of eggs? Not yes. just but like, how do I share my basket of eggs? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Um, and then, and what are your thoughts about giving them some of your eggs? Um, well, one of my thoughts is that I can do these things really fast as it is. I've done them for so long. Mm -hmm. Um, and and I've thought about that. And I remember coaching on something like that before. Um, they, you know, that team member will definitely get faster as we give them more tasks and they figure out their own workflows that may not be the same as my workflow. And I also, uh, probably a second thing is I, I just don't want things to be missed. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm writing them down to be missed so I mean I think I can do them fast I think we all have that because we're highly trained and we've been doing this for years right and, and I think two things we do with that thought is you know number one is like let me just do it because it's faster and then like yeah. what's wrong with you why can't you do it fast and then we're like oh yeah because we did a surgical residency <laughs> yes had that but those are like the two splits that can go from that thought um, so, I mean, if I say, or if I just to question, so like, so what if you can do it fast? What are you not doing because you're doing these, a bunch of these other things fast? Right. Yeah, that's a good thought. Because I think, you know, a lot of, and I don't want to assume, we all have our unique situations, but I don't want to assume for you, but like, you could be seeing new patients. Right. You could be whatever, go, whatever you, whatever you want to be. Yeah. Um, it, could, it could be anything. Um, but like, there are other things we could, cause our plates are always like so full. There are other things you could be doing, but you're over here doing th these things fast. Yes. That's right? so true. And then, and just kind of reframing it of like, don't change the thought that you're doing these things fast. Cause you totally are. But what else could you be doing if you weren't over here doing fast things? Right. Yeah, I like that thought. What else could I be doing? Yeah, because it's like, we just get into doing things the way we do them, right? Mm -hmm. and, and maybe you don't even know what else you could be doing, right? There could be this like amazing opportunity over here that you don't even know about because you're over here doing these things fast. <laughs> right. <laughs> Right, like who knows what what it could be, but until you start saying, "Hey, I, I actually have other people to do that," 
you're not freeing yourself up for whatever, whatever else it could be for you. Totally. Totally. And they're not going to do them as fast as you. Right. (laughs) Sorry. But they could get there. Right. Oh yeah. Just the, it's just the, the long tail of training some people. Yeah. It frees you up. Mm -hmm. And maybe they can teach me how to do, do, do it even faster when I have to do it. (laughs) Solid. (laughs) Nice. You're like, never thought of that. That's awesome. Um, And then your other thought was, I don't want this to be don't want to miss things like cat scans miss things yeah 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 um that one i mean that one's big because we're surgeons and we're perfectionists Mm -hmm. it's possibly that things could be missed right like there's there's always because it's not you right inevitably you could miss things too but like yes right and when i do i'm like oh my gosh how did i miss that right Right. Like it, it's, it's actually human to miss things, which is really right. good to remember ahead of time for when people miss things. We're just, I mean, I, I truly believe we're trained in a complete delusion about the perfectionism that is expected in medicine. Yes. Um, because we're not computers. Like we get tired and hungry and like cognitively, like how the brain works, it just doesn't function the same from day to day, from hour to hour. Like this is not a perfect machine we have. <laughs> right. Right. And we're trying to beat, we literally kill ourselves over our imperfect machines. Um, I digress. But so with uh, with your nurse practitioner, PA, who's your point, point two, point six? Uh, they're both uh, nurse practitioners. Okay. So with your nurse practitioner in, in saying like, it's, it's really kind of, I'd say one option is to like put it out there and talk about it. Cause it may, it, it can almost like bond you and make you a vulnerable in a good way of like, I'm always really worried about things getting missed. I want to train you X, Y, and Z. Right. And like, even like just putting it out there of like, this, this stresses me out. And they might yeah. be like, whoa, she's a human who like, you know, cares a lot. And then it can kind of take the weight of like, oh my gosh, if I, you know, something could be missed. Like, here's my big worry. How are we, how are we going to do this team? <laughs> right. My big worry. Um, Cause I, I guarantee you they'll, they'll probably like, we don't want to miss anything either. Right. You know? Um, yeah. So I would just take that thought and like one option is just to like share it, give it to them. Be like, this is my thought about bringing new team. What do you think about that? Yes. That's they may a- give you ideas. They might be like, can we meet, you know, once a week, can we write a protocol down that you want? Can I, we, can we, yes. they might give you ideas to help you solve like that protective thought that you have. Yeah. I think the protocols are, are key, but those of course take time. <laughs> I like to think. Yeah, I'd like I'd like other people to write them, but just know what to write because <laughs> yeah. I don't want to do it. They know exactly what I wanted. <laughs> yeah, 
And that, I mean, that might be something that they're like, hey, we are very interested in writing this down. Can we bring them to you? Or like, so that it's not all on you to create yeah. the thing. You, like you're fully in charge of creating the thing that can't be missed of like, if they are an active participant in it, you're gonna get way more buy-in too. Right. But yeah, I think those are, I think those are thoughts that if not like processed, will really limit people from growth, right? Because you're, you're not going to want a team if you're like, I can do it faster and shit's going to get missed. Like that's a person who works alone. Yes. And you're like, I got, I got big stuff here. I need a team. So I got to deal with these thoughts. Yeah. What else is coming up? Um... I, sometimes I worry that they may not be as interested in working as hard as I am. Um, and then at the end, they just bounce it back. <laughs> like, oh, there's, there's these labs that need to be checked. See you later. And, and I'm like, look, I can't take That's I need you to do that responsibility. Mm-hmm. Has that happened or is this more of a worry? Um, it's been, it's been said to me like that. And I kind of nix it like, nope, um, I need you to take care of this. I, Mm -hmm. and quite frankly, if you aren't taking care of this for me, then I don't need you. (laughs) Then. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think the way surgeons are trained, nobody works as hard as us. <laughs> yes, right. I don't know who, maybe maybe some people who are presidents of countries probably work harder than us. <laughs> yeah. But right. they, they probably have people who make them sleep. Um, but yeah, because I, I think it's a, like it's, a, it's a fact. I mean, it's a thought. It could also be a fact. But like people, if they wanted to work as hard as us, they would have become surgeons. Right right? They didn't. Um, I deal with this too. I've got PAs and like work-life balance for the 24-year-olds. Like, I want to be in surgery, but not take call. Like, hmm, okay, curious. Um, So yeah, I would just like, you know, instead of making it like, because we, I think surgeons make it a personality flaw of like, you're not, you don't match up, you don't blah, blah, blah. And instead of being like, they would be us if they did want to, but they don't. So let's, right. But at the same time, you setting your boundaries of like, when you order, when nurse practitioner orders labs, nurse practitioner follows up on labs. Right. That's the standard protocol. And again, to take like all the feelings out of it, right? Like when you order labs, you follow up on labs. That's your job. Happy to help if you don't know what to do with this crazy thyroid or whatever. Yes. Right. Um, but yeah, instead of taking the, like the emotion, like she doesn't want to work hard enough. She doesn't want to bother. But yeah, you're in the labs. That's your job. Right. And then we can take all of our thoughts about how, how they don't want to work hard over here. <laughs> but it would just right. be like, nah, you are, you got your name on them. You ordered them. Happy to help when I'm free. Right. I'm not going to drop everything to do the labs you order. Right. So what do you do about the ones that don't want to take call? 
we say we say up front call is required <laughs> so then when when one later is like yeah i need to take this job right you know they don't take call and you're like okay that's what you need but yeah we just try not to have any surprises like this is what's required of this job okay yeah i think as i do this longer it will so if like there's some you know, I, I want to make it work with the people that I'm working with now, obviously, but if I will learn so that the next time, and that could it be any team member, I'm very, very specific. This is what my expectations are. And if this is, if you want the job, this is, this is what it is. Yeah, totally. Totally. Because then, then you can always go back to that. Mm -hmm. remember when we talked about following up on labs remember what like having done the work you can always go back to it instead of being like oh nobody told you that it's your job to follow up on the labs right <laughs> um yeah and i mean what i've started doing just in you know the more i learn how to do this work is is really again going back to that like i don't know if vulnerability is the right word but it's like i'll tell staff members now i'll be like when I don't see you follow up on the labs you order, it makes me feel that you don't care. And I'm probably wrong. You probably do care, but that's how I feel when I see this happen. Yes. In a very like, in a very like, I'm the vulnerable one who has the weird feelings, you know, instead of, cause I'm, my default is like, you don't care. Right. But realizing that's my thought and my feeling and me owning it and me being like, I'm probably wrong. You probably do care. And they're like, yeah, no, I really care. I'm so like, you know, because they're like, don't want you to think those things. Right? Yeah. But it's a whole different, it's the same thought, but I'm not putting that thought on them. I'm like, you know what I'm thinking? I'm thinking that like, you just don't care. And then they're like, <gasps> instead of like, you don't care. And like, that comes across so differently. Right. That's just like a, a ninja trick that I'm like, oh, when I say it's like my feelings and my thought, and I'm probably wrong, they really want to like help you not be wrong about them. Okay. Yeah, that's a good way to say it. Awesome. You got way to build a team though. Oh yeah. It's took forever. <laughs> it's a good problem to have. Yes, it's a good problem. People would love to have your full-time nurse practitioner problem. Oh my God. But yeah, it's, it's learning to deal with other people who like don't, they don't think like us because if they did, they would be us. Right. Anything else? Nope. I think that's good. You got it. Have a good morning. Awesome. Thank you. You too. You're welcome. All right. Anybody else want to raise their hand and come on? Otherwise, if you want to hear me talk about something, just type it in. There we go. Rename. I named you Coffee Talk. Good morning. Good morning. Um, 
Okay. So I am struggling a lot. I think it kind of goes with a lot of the other themes that are going on today, but um, I'm really struggling with residents and training. Um, I have I have a group of residents that really have been kind of not had a lot of boundaries put on them prior to this, prior to me coming on board. And, uh, and I'm starting to put some boundaries on, which is, which, which is necessary according to our training rules. <laughs> but I'm not sure that they necessarily see that as a, a good thing. And I feel like every minute they're like pushing. They're like trying, they're like toddlers. I swear to God, they're like toddlers, even though they are grown adults. And I have to remind myself of that. But then the flip side of that is I also don't want to create the environment that, you know, you and I learned in, which created a lot of the hangups and a lot of the issues and a lot of the kind of, you know, very uh, unpleasant things that now all of us are trying to unwind from and, you know, trying to make it still human, but at the same token, like, no, you actually can't go to every single um, industry-sponsored uh, conference. You actually have to show up to work every day and do resident things like discharge notes. And, you know, like the work still has to get done. But I also, you know, appreciate that it's not exactly the most fun experience to be a resident. So I'm really struggling with how to work through that and kind of change, help to change a bit of this culture, um, kind of one step at a time, right? Totally. And, and good on you for seeing that and realizing how difficult it is to navigate. Like how many of us just repeat the patterns that we were trained in? Oh yeah, and I hate the saying of like, well, I had to do it, so you have to do it too. Like, right. Sometimes that's right, because like what you did actually helped you. And as long right. as you, I cool, but like the yeah. idea, have to like do 18 discharge summaries i don't i don't think i get that um that's not useful you're right yeah it just reminds me of like the karate kid where mr miyagi makes you paint the fence right <laughs> right you're like nobody wants to paint the fence but you they gotta paint the fence right. <laughs> um <laughs> do you have a specific scenario that happened yeah so recently i had one of my residents who um is like a middle level resident and they came to me and said kind of, and I think some of it is that they, they kind of went behind my back, but they went and they signed up for this course. And then they came to me and said, I want this day off. And I had already kind of given an exception for this resident to do some different things with their vacation schedule. And we had a whole conversation about that where I said, you know, we can't really have any more exceptions. You've had your exception, right? I'm willing to work with you, but and then they came to me and were like, um, so I want to, you know, so I signed up for this. So I'm just going to leave on this Friday. And I was like, no, I can't just let you go. You have plenty of time to get this particular type of case in. Like, mm -hmm. I'm not worried about you. You have, you know, like one industry sponsored lab is not going to change the world for your residency program. But of course, this proceeded to sandwiches. go. Right. <laughs> <laughs> of course, this proceeded into like, well, why does so-and-so get to do this? And why don't I get to do this? And what's the big deal if all the residents are here? And, you know, and I sort of just said, like, it made me feel like a total, like, jerk because I would, 
it wasn't like I had this amazingly great reason of like, oh, well, if you miss that day, the, you know, the whole service will fall apart. But I was just sort of like, I just, I just can't like the answer to this is no, you know, and I'm, and I'm sorry, there will be other opportunities and your residency training is not contingent upon this one lab that requires you to take a very long flight. You know, like, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's on the beach in Florida. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Well, I think the thought of them being a toddler it would, uh, it would come very, very naturally in this scenario because she, she, he, they are trying to manipulate you, basically. That's, and that's part of what I'm struggling with is like, I feel like they're kind of trying to manipulate and trying to see where the boundaries are. And I'm like, I don't want to be a jerk because like, it wasn't that great whenever my program director was a jerk, you know, like that sucked. Um, and I had a lot of things given to me as a resident to help me to get in the position I am. And I want to be able to do that for residents that are doing well, but I'm like, uh, I also can't, like, you guys also have to show up to work. And very interestingly enough, this particular resident actually complained about the fact that um, there were going to be multiple residents gone on the same day because of some weird, you know, snafus in, in the scheduling system. And like earlier this, that week, he was like, yeah, but it's not fair that I'm here all by myself. And I'm like, <laughs> can't have it both ways you know yeah well he thinks he can correct yeah. when it's convenient for him and that's what I'm really struggling with is how do I balance the you know putting up the boundaries and just simply saying like um you know you do have to show up to your job and you do have to do it even though there's really crummy parts of your job and even though there are other things out there that are kind of exciting and new and great um versus you know not having this you know, I mean, like there, there has been a moment where I said to my program coordinator, obviously behind closed doors, that I was like, I'm just going to say no. Like every time they come up and ask me something, I'm just going to say no. Yeah. And that also feels really not useful. Um, but it is sort of the most, um, not sure that's the most fair, but it's also kind of the most fair way, right? Like everyone right. gets the word no said to them. And then you've you established know, a very solid happened. boundary right up front. Right. <laughs> you're, you're the attending who says no. Correct. Right. Exactly. <laughs> I sort of like that. I, maybe I will get that on a badge. <laughs> so what's, what's coming up for me and edit this, edit this uh, as needed, please. Yeah. In the circumstances, the residents communicating. Yeah. We'll keep it as clean as that. Yes. Um, residents communicating words to you. And your thought is, I have to be a jerk. Yes. The resident's going to communicate however he's been trained to communicate, which seems poorly. He doesn't have great communication skills. And he also doesn't seem, and I'm just, you know, the third level view over here of like, he doesn't get that like sometimes he gets things and sometimes he doesn't and sometimes other people get things and like he doesn't get that whole like global way the world works right now it's just all about what he gets so like he needs some help right in like maturing for that but like so he's communicating he's doing his thing and your thought is i have to be a jerk what if yeah. you what if, is it possible that you don't give him what he wants but you're not a jerk about it um, I mean, I, 
like at the moment, whenever I said no, I was like, I'm not being, you know, like I'm actually looking at it from a very 30,000 foot view and this is what our program needs and everything. But then when I went home and I thought about it, I was like, oh gosh, I don't know. Could I have handled this differently? Could I have figured it out? Was I too fast to say no and blah, blah, blah. And, and just sat there for like an entire evening. And my poor husband had to listen to me like, well, I don't know. And he's like, oh dear God, like shut up. <laughs> um, <laughs> like these are grown adults. You can say no to them, <laughs> you know, but like he's got it. Um, and and so I spent a lot of time and here I am still thinking about it. Like, is there a way that I could have been, um, you know, that I could have accommodated or I could have been nicer about it? Like, am I still sticking with kind of my, you know, my mission of taking on a residency program of saying, like, I would like things to be slightly nicer for them than what it was for, you know, all of us. Right? Yeah. Totally. And that's what I, that's, that, that's the spaghetti I would untangle is like, is giving them everything they want. It's like the really permissive parent, right? <laughs> right. Like is giving them everything they want, how we change the culture and how we're not a jerk. Or is it possible that they can sometimes give what they want, sometimes not get what they want, what they think they want. That's all up to them. Right. Yeah. And still exist in a way that is loving and you're listening and you're explaining boundaries and you're explaining your thought, right? Because I think for our training, it was the jerk part. It's not that we didn't always get what we want. Like adults can, we can understand like, hey, this is, this is not your time. It's not your turn this Friday, right? But yeah. in a way that's not demoralizing. And that's, right. just, that's just what I'm hearing in you of like, if I give them everything they want, I'm being a good, kind, compassionate program director. Right. And I don't believe that. I mean, deep down, I don't believe that. I mean, it's a parent that gives the kid what it wants all the time. Right. It's not, it doesn't build a great kid. You're right. And that's part of what I think was happening before I got here was there was a lot of, um, I'll say the tail wagging the dog, right? And like, you know, whatever they wanted, they kind of got because nobody wanted to say no. But it never feels good to say no, you know, like it just, it, it doesn't, I mean, it sucks. Yeah. And it sucks that they kind of put me into that position. They're um, like, we need you. Yeah. <laughs> As the person that says no, you're like, oh, now I'm realizing what this entails. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. And well, I think all of your introspection is part of that learning to communicate part. Cause you're like, I now realize I have this task where they're not always going to get what they want, but I need to be able to like hold that space for them to like complain and have it be okay. Like, I, we're kind of parenting these people at this point. Right. Right. Like you don't have to be a jerk about it. You don't have to be like, listen, you're so grumpy. Go and time out till you deal with your, shut down your emotions and get back to work, which is how we were trained. Right. Right. Of like, you know, saying, and, and, and that's where the work is of like, how do I set boundaries, but do it in, a very clear, fair, I'm here for you. I know it feels so bad to not always get what you want. I totally get that. Yeah. Like that's where that like communication stuff is where you're just like, you don't have to give them everything mm -hmm. and you don't have to be a jerk, mm -hmm. but we literally have to learn that new mastery. Right. 
And like, it's not like anyone's really like modeling that great. You know, <laughs> I mean, like trying to figure that well, out. We were modeled. <laughs> no, we were not modeled. There's um, there's a book called Never Split the Difference by Chris Voss. Right. Have you read it? Yes. Because he, he comes up or he has one point when somebody's saying like, I want to leave on Friday because I got to go do this pig lab in Florida because it's on the beach and you let Susie go last week and blah, 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 blah. Instead of saying no, you say, how am I supposed to do that? Yeah. I love the how am I supposed to do that. I know. I do that, do that like because all the time. <laughs> because last week I talked about no more exceptions for you and here you're coming with an exception. Yeah. How am I supposed to do that? I mean, yeah. it's say. But it's, it's right. like a, a hard no is actually quite harsh for people to hear sometimes. Right. And I mean, I actually kind of started with that because I had said, I mean, not exactly those words, but I was like, well, I mean, you can use your vacation to go, right? That's totally fine, right? You can leave late Friday night and not miss any work. The lab is on Saturday. And then, you know, it was just a lot of pushback because obviously that was going to prevent that person from being able to enjoy some of the more extracurricular aspects of the trip as opposed to just the lab, right? And that's where... I know I hit a sore spot and obviously they couldn't say that and I couldn't, I mean, I couldn't really accuse that, but of course, you know, we, we all, we've all been residents. We've all wanted to do this. Yeah, he's but like, I started that he's, way. He's and realizing I just want to go drink on Friday night. Damn right. <laughs> no, like you realize I just don't want to do discharge somebody's on Right. Friday. Like she is smart. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I, and I started that way, but it kind of dwindled. Like I, I had to just basically be like, no, you know, because it was just push after push after push. And I was like, dear God, like, come on, be an adult. Like, I'm like, come on, you guys, You're like late twenties, early thirties. Come on. <laughs> right. I know. Why do I feel like I have teenagers? Adults take forever to develop. <laughs> <laughs> We have to repeat, we have to, one plus one plus one equals nine. We have to repeat yes. uh, Yeah, I mean, I think like this guy may never figure it out. He might just push you all the way through residency. Like, right. God bless. That's his journey. Yep. But your and and the, like you know we talked about earlier was like you have your your mantra or whatever it is as program director of like I need to be fair to all residents. I need to listen to what they need, but I need to keep it like you've got your whatever your mantra is, right? Yeah. And it's like he's now, and then you start start seeing him as like, man, he's pushing you, but you, you've got to be fair to all residents. Yeah, I mean, like I've really tried to take a lot of the challenges that they've thrown at me, and there have been a lot, um, is to sort of be like, this is what's going to get me through. Like, this is what's training me. Like, look at it from the from the other side of like yes, this is a challenge, but I can rise up and keep really showing that like we can train residents different than what was there before. And I keep taking it as a challenge. I will say sometimes I fail at that. Um, yeah. Sometimes I go back to what I was, you know, trained to do. Like, oh, yeah. like you know, normal neural pathways are freaking strong. But, uh, but, you know, I try. And, and so like, that's what I keep trying to tell myself. But again, I still come back to, I, I go and I ruminate about it, right? Like, I'm just like, oh, well, you know, 
should I have done this different? Should I have said that, you know, and it's like, I just cannot move on whenever I've had to, you know, not, you know, obviously not be, you know, in a more favorable light. Right. Yeah. And it's not even just saying yes, but it's just sort of the interaction doesn't feel good. Like I've had other residents I've said no to, and they're like, okay, that makes sense. Thank you very much. You know? Um, but you know, whenever it doesn't go that way and it's sort of this, you know, there's obviously angst about it. Um, I don't know. It's hard. It's, it's yeah. hard. And, and maybe another level, like a, another thing is like, when I say no to this guy, right? The way he responds, it makes you, you question yourself and you feel like not a good person. Yes. Right. Exactly. Cause like somebody who's like, thank you very much for telling me no, like that doesn't feel shitty at the end of the day. <laughs> I mean, obviously. Right. <laughs> and so, you know, it's not possibly that like, it's just another layer to like untangle here of like, it's not that you said no, it's that you're interpreting his response to your no as you doing something wrong. Exactly. Right. And like, yep. and to be able to like pick that apart. And again, we're socialized as, especially as women, like we're supposed to be likable because an unliked woman is like getting kicked out of the cave. Right. Oh yeah. And, but you're in a, your job is to say no to people. Like they might not like that. Correct. <laughs> and processing that to be like, oh, that's why I feel so uncomfortable at the end of the day is because I'm tying in my worth to how this person's responding to my boundaries. Yeah, that's exactly it. And it really makes me question like, am I, you know, putting up boundaries the right way? Am I, you know, like, exactly. And I mean, there's a lot tied into the fact that like, I'm the first female faculty member in our department. So like, there's a lot of that, like, I can't really be a bitch because like, you know, like all of those things are really wrapped into it. So there is a whole lot, as you said, spaghetti. There's a whole lot of spaghetti. Lot of spaghetti. Yeah, and, and I would I would challenge the like you have because it's so easy for us to some of us, not everybody. It's so easy for us to be a bitch. Oh gosh, yeah. I'm only speaking from personal experience. I know I can. I, right I have nailed it. Like yes. I am good. I could write books. Yes. And I only now like in coaching do I actually embrace that because I'm like now it's kind of a superpower that I could like say that I've, I've gone through the fire, right? <clears throat> it was like that super peaceful physician I met with yesterday. I'm like, she doesn't get me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm not the peaceful physician. She doesn't understand me. Like, um, but <clears throat> it's so easy. Our job now is to just not do easy. Right. Because there is this other part of us that's like strong and amazing and powerful and can do more with it if we just did easy all the time, we wouldn't get to be that person. And I, and I think that's why it's worth people like us doing this work. Right. Because it's like easy will keep us stuck here because there's this amazing over here and we just, we got to do the work to get it. But I, and again, it's like that you're going to, your, your jobs to figure out, it's not your, it's not your job to make this guy like you. That's something, yeah. that's him. He might just decide he hates all authority, right? Like you can't do it. But like your job in figuring out ways to communicate without doing your default stuff and without beating yourself up for hours afterwards because you'd rather do something awesome with your husband. Right. And like, and telling him, be like, listen, sometimes when I say no to people, 
they think that means I'm being uncaring and unkind. And I totally get that. But my job is to be equal to all residents, blah, blah, blah. Like you just put it out there and then they can't use it against you. And I think that's Chris Voss too. It's like, you just put, you just say how horrible you are. <laughs> and yeah. then, they're, then they're like, no, well, you're, no, you're not. I understand why you have to say no, whatever they might choose to say. But <clears throat> yeah, that book is amazing. Right? I know I've used it a lot. <laughs> so good. You're like, <clears throat> if you just say you're shitty, they, then they can't tell you you're shitty and use it against you, you know? Right. <clears throat> so, yeah. Sorry, I have a frog in my throat. <laughs> um, <clears throat> that's what I would do. I'd, I'd, that, like, deeper level of, like, you being a bad person or you being not good enough or you being some sort of a failure for how it went. It's like, that's just that extra bricks in the backpack. Yeah, I mean, that's what I really have to kind of work through and, and sort of, like come to terms with the fact that um, me saying no is not always bad and to keep kind of reframing it into how does that fit into the bigger picture of, you know, again, I, I have the advantage of having the 30,000 foot view, right? Like I have to look at everybody and figure that out. And so um, just kind of working through that. So I, I think I do have to sort of go back and say like how, it always ties back into like the insecurity, right? And so how do I kind of deal with the fact that people may not like everything I do and say, and that doesn't really affect me as a human being and like my ability to do stuff. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. It's hard and everyone's trying to figure it out, so. Totally. I, uh, I saw this meme today. It was like, stop trying to make everybody like you because you don't like everybody. Right. <laughs> Exactly. You're like, oh, I don't even like everybody. So why am I trying to make everybody like me? Right. Like, it doesn't even make sense anymore. But yeah, and like, you know, those communication points of like, listen, my job is to actually tell people no. And sometimes I really don't like that part of my job because I really want you to like me. Right. But I have to be equal to all residents and blah, 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 blah. Like, it's, it's almost like you're putting it out there and then you can't even like use it against you. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And then they're like, oh, okay. It's not that she hates me. It's that she's got this job to do that. And I'm not saying you have to explain it until he like loves you and understand. Like he might never get it. He might have like a really thick skull and it might, but he's going to give you lots of opportunities to practice. Correct. Exactly. It is really honing my skills for sure. <laughs> yeah and like from turning it to, into like this jackass to like wow he really made me grow thanks for the opportunity yes. like right. <laughs> awesome yeah you got this and Thank you've got you. an amazing husband because husbands who listen to us at the end of the day are amazing oh. people yeah i i will say i'm very biased but he is the best so yeah for yeah. sure yeah he puts up with a hang lot on, of crap. hang on to, hang on to him he's he's cool <laughs> Thanks, Kelly. All right, my friends, until next time. Bye, everybody. <laughs>